This is Gary W. Johnson, a.k.a. The Vintage Gentleman, coming to you with something that might inspire you, empower you, and motivate you to be a better version of yourself. There's a lot of things going on in life, a lot of things going on in this world, and different people are experiencing different things, and they deal with it in different ways. I've got a young lady. She's going to share some of her experiences, and we're going to dive off into this. And hopefully something will be said that people can benefit from. How are you doing tonight? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm fantastic. Well, I wanted to talk to you about maybe get a different perspective or some advice on um, my struggles in in um, dating as an adult woman because of my experience. Um, I struggle with my need to be super independent and that tends to scare men away. So okay. I kind of want to... Okay. Go. Now, um, tell me this. Uh, I hear an accent. Where are you originally from? I am originally from Cape Verde Islands on the west coast of Africa, but I've moved here a while ago since I was 21, 22 years old. Okay, now, how old are you now? I am 42. I'll be 43 this year. Okay, so now you are... You came here and you came from a, a different culture and being 21 years old, uh, you're basically a young adult. You're grown and you've experienced different things and you've been exposed to different things uh, where you were from. Okay. Now, when you were over there, you were old enough to date. Uh, what was the dating like over there uh, at the age uh, of, of a young adult? Well, I had, uh, when I came here, I was an adult, but I had experienced more than most adults at 21 experience here. I was um, married and I had a child. I was married as a teenager and I was divorced at 20, 21 when I got divorced. So I came here with my daughter to do a semester in school I was married then and um, my ex-husband cheated on me got someone pregnant so I ended up staying here and I got a divorce because of that okay when your ex-husband cheated on you was he over here in the United States or was he still at uh, Cape Verde he, Island he was back he's back home he's still he's still there okay but when he got someone pregnant where was he located at that time? Because I know you were here. So where was, was he? I was here and he was back home and, uh, and he moved someone in into my home. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So I moved here. It was kind of by accident because I only came for one semester to study abroad as an international student and I ended up staying here and it's 20 years later and I'm here now and uh, well I don't regret anything but um, that experience kind of shaped me into who I am today because 
my ex-husband was I was very young when I uh when I was married I was a high school student and well I'm gonna be honest I was pregnant and it was a shotgun wedding because the pressure from my family and I couldn't just breathe them you know values were different different times so um the idea of being pregnant not being married was unacceptable in my family so um we got we were in love and we got married but um then I became a stay-at-home wife and mom meaning that I depended on him financially for everything he was a he was very well off financially his family was and we had a very comfortable life and I got to come here and study abroad and had my own apartment which he paid for and put money in my bank account paid for my college tuition pretty much I um I mean we were married so what was his was his. what was mine was his so when um that happened not only you know when he got someone else pregnant and he asked for a divorce because you know he was angry and bitter that I left and he felt like I wasn't too invested in a marriage for me going back and forth he wanted me to stay home and pretty much give up going to school and just be at home when that happened only I got a divorce but he also cut me off financially so it was a struggle and I feel that 20 years later that still affects me in my personal relationship with the opposite sex. Okay. So after the divorce, and I know you came here to be a student, mm-hmm. uh, how long was it before you actually got back off onto the dating scene? Uh, did you like start dating a year later, two years later? How long was it before you started back dating? About a year and a half later, I started dating someone that I knew that was a friend, a family friend, and uh, we were actually together for 13 years. We never got married. We had a family together. We lived together. We had a, I have two daughters. One is 25 and one is 11. And that's the father of my second daughter. We were in a relationship for 13 years and that, you know, after a while we grew apart and that ended. But yeah, about a year and a half later. Uh, 13 years, I mean, that's that's a long time, but uh, you say you kind of grew apart, and you said this was someone that you knew. Was this someone that you knew from uh, Cape Verde Islands or someone that you met here and you knew from here? I used to come here on vacation a lot. I knew him because our, our dads were best friends. So our families kind of celebrated holidays. So we were, Our parents were friends, so it was... It was, and me being from another country with limited English, I couldn't speak English. I couldn't communicate with other people. So it was easy that our families were already friends and he was around a lot. So we kind of developed feelings for each other and we started to date and it was convenient and accepted by our families. And, you know, it's so how that's how that started. But I even... In that relationship, I feel like I struggle because of what I had gone through in the past. Because he used to always complain that only one of us could wear the pants in a relationship. And I feel like I am to blame for the failure of that 13 13 years relationship as well. 
because I wanted to be in control. I'm not in control, meaning as control him, but I wanted to be self-sufficient. I wanted to be independent because in the back of my head, I always felt like, what if what happened to me when my ex-husband happens again? I never want to find myself in that position again. So I grew this habit of not allowing anyone to give me anything or do anything for me. I wouldn't even accept gifts because if I can't afford it, if I can't buy it myself, I don't want it. Well, I can understand that and I could see that uh, with your experience and what you had to go through with it reshaping your thinking and the way you process things and uh, you wanted to make sure that you didn't uh, repeat that because uh, you looked at it maybe possibly like maybe it was a mistake having to depend on him so much because it almost crippled you when you had to stand up on your own two feet and, you know, get your own money and not have to depend on his money and, you know, the luxury of having the freedom, you know, to basically do anything you want to do and knew that you had like a safety net. Yes. And the, um, that in the negative side of that, though, that I carry that through, I've carried that through all my life. And when someone doesn't understand when someone has gone through in the past people are quick to criticize and judge you because of the way you are without understanding where you're coming from but on the other hand I feel like as I'm getting older I should be you know letting down my guard a little bit you know it's been a long time I'm self-sufficient now but I don't need to be I just need to stop rubbing it in so so much you know well, one thing about it, if you uh, continue to hold on to that train of thought and you keep thinking that way, you're going to keep being that way, reacting to your thoughts. And the thing of it is, when you've got a real man, he wants to show you that he is the real man. And a man's duty and a man's job is basically to uh, protect and provide. And if you don't let him do certain things, well, then he may feel like he's less than a man. And just like the other guy said, well, hey, look, uh, you know, I mean, you can't wear the pants. You know, I, I'd look at it like this. Uh, the man should lead, the man should be the pilot, but the man should also let you be the co-pilot. If something happens, you can still fly the plane. And he needs to have someone, I feel, that can stand up on their own two feet and make some decisions and kind of take charge, take the wheel. But at the same time, you, you take away from a man and, you know, uh, you know, men can be egotistical and, you know, if you take away from him and, you know, it's like he's not in control and he can't take charge, he can't lead. Well, you know, some men are going to feel like less than a man. So the thing of it is when you decide to let your guards down a little bit and that man has a chance to play his role and play his part as being a leader, being a provider and being a protector, well, he's going to walk around, you know, feeling like, you know, I'm full-blooded man in this relationship. Or if it's a marriage, I'm full-blooded man. I think about, uh, <laughs> there was like a saying like if you've got like a, a rooster and then the sun comes up in the morning, 
well, you can hear the rooster crow. But here's the thing. The hens, they know the sun came up in the morning also. But the hens, they let the rooster crow. In other words, let the man be a man, even though you can do some of the things and you can, you know, take charge and wear the pants in the family. You know, allow the man to be the man. Because some men, they're going to reject it when you don't allow them to be the man. And then you might kind of put a wedge between you and this guy, which might end up being a breakup because you're still stuck in what happened once before. And it's still okay to be dependent. You can have some money and things of that nature. But let the man be the man. And I think uh, another key thing with doing that also and allowing him to be the man, they say that conversation rules the nation and an understanding beat the world. When you sit down and talk to this guy that you're beginning to uh, date or you're going to live with him or you're going to get married, sit down and explain to him how you got to where you are mentally and what you went through and how it shaped and molded you to have the mindset that you have and let him know that you're ready for a man to take charge. You're ready for a man to be the pilot and you're willing to be the co-pilot. And when you sit down and have a conversation with him like that, well, then he'll have a better understanding. And see, he's, the thing of it is too, the more gathered information you have, the more intelligent decision you can make. He won't be so quick to judge you and think, oh, she thinks she's a boss now and all this, that, and the other. And, oh, man, I'm not going to mm -hmm. be around here like this. And I can't let her wear the pants in the family. So having a conversation with him is key also. But you got to kind of back up a little bit and allow a man to be a man. Allow the rooster to crow. I, I've tried, but um, this is so rooted in me that it's hard sometimes. I, I slip up sometimes. Like I had a, I'll give you an example the other day um, with the person that I'm currently seeing. A very nice guy, always, always willing to be the man and very, you know, he's a gentleman. He likes to do everything for me and I'm not. You know, and I'm trying to give up, you know, to let it, you know, to let them do things for me that I usually do by myself. But sometimes I, I slip up. Like the other day, he, I was cleaning the kitchen or whatever. And he said, can I take your garbage out? Because my garbage was full. And my initial reaction, and it is like second, second nature. My initial reaction was, no, I'll take the garbage by myself. Because if you're here today... But if you're not here tomorrow and I got to take the garbage, I got to take it by myself. I'm not going to, you know, you're not going to be here every day to take my garbage out. So let me take my garbage by myself. And that um, kind of, um, that wasn't good because it, it, it kind of started a, a little bit of an argument. It wasn't a bad argument, but it's like he wasn't, I could, it, it kind of upset him and he just walked away. But after Afterwards, I thought about it and I'm like, well, my reaction could have been, you know, different. I could have just been like, no, thank you. Or, you know, yes, go ahead and take it. So it's a struggle when, you know, it's a struggle to retrain yourself when you've been this way for so many years. You know, it's just like I gotta, I need, I need to take care of myself because I'm not gonna allow anyone 
to let me down or I don't today you're here I'm not going to get comfortable with you doing things for me because I don't know if you're going to be here forever to do these things for me like I need to I like to carry my own my own water I like to carry my own load no matter how heavy it is because if I let someone else carry it then when they're not around to carry it for me I'm not going to be able to do so because I'm not used to it so I'd never want to find myself in that position again but then I'm trying to let it go but I'm not going to let it go all the way because I I at the end of the day I need to it's kind of like I need to protect myself I I don't like to get comfortable with something you know and then when I don't have it I'm all bent out of shape because I don't have it or I'm not going to be able to do it myself because I haven't been doing it you know it's kind of like I'm failing myself well let, let me let me say this also um being human being in this human nature we are creatures of habit and when you realize that you've got a habit that may be a bad habit or something you don't want to do anymore you have to make a conscious effort to break that habit and create a new habit and in doing so if you constantly are doing that it's kind of like knocking off rough edges and polishing up get yourself to the point to where you'll make it a habit of allowing the man to do that and i look at it like this you know i don't know how often you ride a bicycle but i feel like maybe at this age there was a time when you rode bicycles oh i still That's... ride bicycles okay well see here's the thing when you ride a bicycle and if you stop for 3 to 4 years or 3 or 4 months you don't forget how to ride the bicycle you're not going to forget how to take the trash out you're not going to get lazy you know because it's time to take the trash out so what if the guy's not around all the time if he's there and he's willing to take the trash out and the average man if you're a bona fide man you're going to want to take the trash out you know without even asking you know your woman your girlfriend your wife it's like you know without even saying a word just i'm getting the trash i'm taking the trash out and if my woman was telling me no don't do it i would probably ask why not well i want to do it and i'm like no as long as i'm here and i'm a man i'm taking the trash out <laughs> you know and that's what i would do and i would take the trash out anyway but a man needs to be able to kind of like spread his wings and be a man you know and that's one part of it because you know a man is supposed to be a protector a provider and you know when you're together like that especially if you're living together you know even though you're not married it's a partnership you got certain things that you're going to do and expect yourself to do certain things and he's got things he's going to do and he's going to expect himself to do those things and if you don't allow him to do that Well, then it's not good for a, a real bona fide man. That's not a good feeling. It's almost like I'm really not needed. And a man wants to be needed. A man wants to be loved and appreciated. And then when he's not getting that, it's like, you know, man, you know what, what good am I doing here? You know, if I can't be a man. 
well, maybe he's not needed. Maybe I'm subconsciously doing that because I am, I am, I envision my life by myself. Mr. Gare, I envision my life. Maybe that's, maybe the problem is not the past. Maybe the problem is how I envision my future. I don't see a partner in my future. I see my future by myself. So that's why I'm so adamant about being self-sufficient. I think it's because, you know, being married so young and then being in a long, you know, I've already had two broken families. I have, I don't crave to start over. I don't crave, like, my father is 70 and he says, I act like somebody his age when it comes to relationships. And he always telling me, you're still young, you could still start over. But I'm like, I've been divorced. I've had a, 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 a live-in partner for 13 years. I feel like I, I I'm okay by myself until the end of my days maybe that's why i don't um i don't budge so much i'm setting my ways well hey listen i'm gonna tell you something you know each individual is going to pursue life in different ways and i feel like a person should seek happiness if you're happy being alone and there's no man in your life i am it's not it's, it's nothing wrong with that Thank you for saying that. I mean, it, a lot of people think it's wrong. A lot of people think something is wrong if you if you see your life with. Uh, I I am um, I am am when I look at my life, I am at my best when I'm alone. I don't lack love in my life. I don't lack I don't lack love. I have enough love. You know, I'm gonna say something inappropriate. Maybe you know we all have needs. Maybe someone to scratch our itch once in a while. That's it. But I, I, as far as having a man in my life to, 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 that I'm going to allow to take charge, just, you know, to be with for the rest of my life. That's an idea that I have to get adjusted to because that was never, that was not something that I was once my second relationship of 13 years failed. I made a decision that I was going to be by myself. And that's probably why I don't let anyone come in and take charge, you know. And it's um, a part of me wants to to be that kind of woman. And I've tried, but it's difficult. It's like I, I it's like self sabotage. I do stuff that mess up you know, my own situation because of the way I am. And I'm at a point where I've tried, but maybe this is just who I am. Maybe I just need to accept who I am and be happy. And instead of trying to, you know, conform to what, you know, society tells you, oh, you need to be, you know, it's you're supposed to be in a relationship. You're supposed to do that. I don't know. I, um, I don't know. It's just well, um Well, the main thing is 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 being in harmony with yourself and being in tune with yourself. Uh whatever your dominating thought impulses are, you know, it's to me like putting it in scales and, and weighing and got in scales. Uh, you know, the right side, you know, being the positive, the left side being the negative. If your dominant thought impulses are leaning more toward you being uh, self-sufficient and not having a man in your life, 
uh, and I understand what you're saying, you know, about the itch. Well, you know, some people look at it like uh, uh, a maintenance man, you know. So if you want a maintenance man every now and then to, you know, come and, you know, uh, check you out from time to time, you know, uh, it's nothing wrong with that because you're grown and you can do that. You know, if you decide that, hey, look, I've really been thinking lately about having a man that's going to be here with me every night in the bed with me and taking the trash out. If you really want that, well, go for that. But the main thing is going for what's going to make you happy, what you're most comfortable with. And you can march to the beat of your own drum. I mean, so if you're happy and you're content with that, you know, well, then that's okay. And it's not like you got like little three, four-year-old children around the house and you bring in a different man every now and then to be your maintenance man. You know, no. you're, you're a grown woman, you know. So if you want to... Uh, bring a maintenance man in every now and then, but just explain to that maintenance man, hey, look, you know, I'm not looking to have somebody that's going to be living with me and taking care of me. I can take care of myself. I'm self-sufficient. I'm not ready to be married, you know, so uh, if you're looking for marriage, I'm not that woman for you. But I like having fun. I like having a shoulder to lean on. You know, I like watching a movie and laughing with people, you know, or something like that. We can go to a comedy show or whatever you want to do. Let's have some fun together and you'll be my maintenance man. And I'll show you all the respect that a man should get from a woman. But I don't want you to be my husband. I don't want you to be like my partner where we live in together. And, you know, you're wearing the pants in the family. You know, that's not what I desire. You know, and so you meet the right man because it says somebody for everybody. You know, there's probably a man out there that's looking for just that. Like, man, I don't want to get married, you know, and I, you know, I don't want that. And I want to keep my own apartment and, you know, my own house. And I'll go over there and maybe spend a night with her, or, you know, maybe spend a weekend with her and come back to my place. And I can do me and she can do her. And if you happy with that and he's happy with that, you know, more power to you. You know, but whatever you decide that you want and you're happy with. But the bottom line is doing the things that's going to bring you some joy. Doing something that's going to bring you some happiness. Exactly. Well, um, I feel like we all work in progress and it's like uh, trying to figure out which way to go. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm beginning to accept that I'm the, I am... I am at my best when I'm alone and in charge of my own life. I like to be the CEO of my own life and do my own things. And uh, maybe having that is not for everyone. And I've tried. It's not for everyone. You know, everybody's unique. Just like if you put your fingerprints on the glass and I put my fingerprints on the glass... You know, your daughter could put her fingerprints on the on the glass. Your father could put his fingerprints. Everybody's going to be different and unique. Yeah. But you have to lean toward the, the things that's on the inside of you and just be honest with yourself. You know, like, well, sometimes I want this, sometimes I want that. Sit down and think about it. If you want to, just write it down. You know, write down some of the things you'd like to do and the things you don't want to do. And, you know, see which one is going to outweigh the other. You know, but if you're happy with it, I mean, like I said, you, you're an adult. You know, you don't have to be married, you know, so you already have children. So it's not like, well, I want some children. 
you yeah, know. have children, you know. So if you want to have a maintenance man, it's okay to have a maintenance man. I know, I know. Um, yeah, because I, I, I can't. I've tried. Since we had a conversation before, and that's that was gonna try, and I've tried, and it's just not me. It's not who I am. I, I, I it's kind of like you can't teach an old dog new tricks. It's, it's so embedded in me that I can't, I can't. It's hard for me to change who I am. I'm not saying it's impossible. I mean, and I'm not also saying that if I, if I fall madly in love with someone that I can't see my life without them of course I will make those adjustments but until then I can't I've gotten better but it hasn't happened yet and it, it pushes men away I guess it's the struggle of today's independent woman we've gotten so caught up in our feminism that we have lost our ability to retain a relationship, a healthy relationship with a man without emasculating them and make them feel less than a man. And it's, it's not good, but I'm at a point where I have accepted my reality and maybe it's just like you say, maybe I, I am better off with a maintenance man, you know, to each his own. And that, that maybe it's a better option for me. Well, you know, like you said, if you meet somebody, you fall in love with them. To me, it's like, well, there still is like, you know, there's a little opportunity there for a man to come into your life that might be that man. But at the same time, you know, being in tune with yourself and being in tune with your feelings and being in harmony with you. You know, in life, a lot of times we might think we want this or think we want that. If you don't know exactly what you want and you're living your life and you're trying to be happy, you should at least know what you don't want. Oh, I know what I want and I know what I don't want. Good. Um, I was very, uh, uh, the, the only reason why I'm even talking about this is because I actually met someone who made me wanna change and make some adjustments to my behavior. Okay. Well, before I have never felt a need to do that. But um, the more, this is going to sound bad. I feel like every time we compromise, we lose a little bit of ourselves. We abandon ourselves a little bit. And I know relationships are all about give and take and compromising. And I totally understand what you say about letting a man be a man. Because yes, it's true. A man only feels, you know, a man feels valued. A man needs to know that he's wanted to feel valued, to feel important, like he's in charge. I get that. But um, I don't know if I'm able to give that to a man. That's the conclusion I'm getting to. And I am... And I, 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 I'm becoming at peace with it. You know, it's... Um, I've always known what I wanted. I've always had a, 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 I've always had tunnel vision when it comes to how I see my future, how I see myself, you know, my children. Even with I, uh, like I said, I've always, I, I, I like to travel. I have a wonderful, wonderful circle of friends and family. I have a lot of love in my life. I don't, I don't crave love. I don't seek for love. 
I have enough love in my life. So I've always known what I wanted. It's just um, someone special came into my life that kind of softened me up a little bit. And I tried to make those adjustments. And I've come a long way. I've, I used to be worse than this. I've, and I will always be thankful to him for kind of making me a little bit softer. But I don't think I will... I think that part of me will always come out. Like that incident with the garbage. It's like that. It's like a little... I shouldn't call it poison inside of me. But it's like I can't get rid of that... Of that... That person inside of me. That who I am. It's like it's so hard. But... Well, you know, again... When things like that happen, if you've got someone that you're really interested in, just having a conversation with them and letting them know why you uh, respond and react to their actions. And then that way they would understand it better. And it's like, oh, okay. And if the, if not, it's such a great area there. It's like, man, what's going on with her, man? I mean, you know... Uh, a man's trying to do his duty and his role is taking the trash out and this woman don't even want me to take the trash out. Like, wow, you know, but if you sit down and talk to him and explain to him, you know, why you're acting and reacting the way you're acting, I think that'll make the situation a whole lot better because there's a saying, conversation rules the nation and an understanding beats the world. It's all about having an understanding with whatever man that you have in your life but again, if uh, this guy, you fall in love with him, you know, uh, you know, let your guards down on it, you know. And I don't think that you would uh, forget how to ride a bicycle. So I don't think you would forget how to take the trash out and be self-sufficient and independent. Yeah, it's just going to suck after not doing it. You know, I'm going to get all princes and stuff and. You know, you get comfortable. I don't like to get comfortable, but I, I, I get what you're saying. Obviously, I'm never gonna forget how to take the trash out and do things for myself. I just don't want to get too comfortable not doing things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't want to get too comfortable. Get, get comfortable and let a man treat you <laughs> like a lady. Let a man be a man. Get comfortable and letting a man do what he's supposed to do to make you treat. Let me treat you like a lady, so you can feel special. You know, because that's what he's trying to do. A man is trying to make you feel special. You know, so let a man make you feel special. I try a little hard. I'll, I'll try a little harder for a little bit longer. I'll try. Well, hey, look, it's getting uh, close to the time for us to wrap this up. Is there anything that you would like to say to the listening audience? Or is it anything you would like to ask me before we close? And uh, you've been great, and I would like to do this again. You know, it, sure, sure, sure. We'll uh, talk to my producer and see if we can, uh, you know, get you on again. Uh, it's been very interesting, and I know that uh, uh, there's some women out there that uh, maybe feeling the same way you feel. Maybe they hadn't had the same experience that you had uh, to shape and mold you to be where you are you know, and that uh, part of your life. But, uh, you know, uh, women have gone through challenges and maybe they had, uh, you know, something similar to what you had and all of a sudden they had to 
be on their own and fend for themselves now and they don't want to let their guards down because uh, they did that once before and it made life very difficult. So once they get on a roll like that, and sometimes women are older and they kind of get stuck in their ways, but you know, companionship is really good. And uh, you know, but like I said, uh, if you don't want a, a husband, if you don't want uh, someone living under the same roof with you uh, day in and day out, you know, if you just want a maintenance man, you're a grown woman. It's nothing wrong with having a maintenance man. And it's maintenance men out there that would be loving to have a woman like you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> but hey, look, I'm going to go ahead and close this one out. But, uh, you know, hopefully uh, we said something that somebody could benefit from and uh, uh, something that uh, can inspire, uh, empower, and motivate a person uh, to be a better version of themselves. So anyway, on that note, I'm going to say good night.